be honest with yourself, know what you're good at and try and outsource the stuff that you're not good at as soon as you can. If you try and do it all, something's going to crack. It's going to fail. It's going to frustrate you. And the worst thing, it's going to take away focus from what you're good at. This is the naked truth about real estate investing. Your host, Javier, has already been through all the brain damage of this business, so you don't have to go through it. That way, you're not exposed to all of the risk of losing your shirt or getting caught with your pants down. So let's dive into another no BS episode right now. Hello, everybody. This is Javier Nojo, your host of the Naked Truth about real estate investing. And today I have TOG or T.O. Georgiev, as close enough, man. He's a really good friend. I think he's uh, the only Macedonian that lives in, the, in North Carolina. I don't know. Maybe. There's a few. There's a few. Okay. Maybe, uh, yeah. maybe about 10. Do you know more than 10 Macedonians in North Carolina? I wouldn't bet on that. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> you know, he's been, he's been a great friend. I met him when I started flipping houses and he's uh, NC Property Inspections. Is that correct? Yeah. Yep. NC Property Inspections. So he's a, he's a home inspector. And we're going to talk a little bit about some of the homes he inspected for me. Some pretty brain damage. He would just say, don't buy this. You were hot cakes. I was pursuing you for business. So yeah, I, knew I know, you right? Were, you were, yeah, you were starting out and stuff. you're like, man, I'll, I'll crawl through anything. You look through your house, get you some business, <laughs> get some business in. But yeah, I gave you some, some tough ones. You come in, you'd be like, mm, don't buy this. And guess what? I would still buy it. I was pretty bad. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about inspections for investors, you know, why they should do them. And then uh, any kind of funny inspections that, uh, that you've done or stuff that you've seen that just been like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. And then most important is like, you know, what are flippers, right? People that flip houses, what do they forget to do? What's the most common mistake that is very not, maybe not that expensive. Maybe that's not, not as, as expensive, but they can um, avoid it or it always comes up in inspection. So, oh yeah, all the time. Yep. Man, so we'll start off by just telling me a little bit about yourself, your company and uh, you know what you do. So go ahead and we'll start with that. Yeah, man. So born and raised in Eastern Europe, Macedonia. I uh, moved to the States in 05. I uh, studied to be a civil engineer. That, that didn't go well. So I quit that. I got a job on a cruise ship. You know, that was better fit. So we partied. We toured the Caribbean. I met my wife uh, over there. We, we dated for about two years. We quit that as well and then pursued land adventures. We lived in Colorado for about nine years, and that's where I trained up to be a home inspector. So I started working for somebody in Colorado for about a year. Then 2016, we moved to North Carolina and we opened up shop here. So we've been running since, and uh, when was it? Maybe two years, maybe a year later after we opened up shop, I met Brenda, your wife, and uh, learned about Javier, the big time house flipper. I'm like, man, I got to know this guy. So I did everything I could, Facebook, phone call, email, any avenue I can get to get to you. i tell you what worked. You know, that day I was having dinner and you just looking through the kitchen window. That's what got me right there. So, okay, this guy's, <laughs> this guy's serious. You know, so he, persistence serious. in business. That's what it takes, right? Yeah, be persistent. Yeah. Be persistent. Uh, if they don't let you in, kick the door and get in. There you go. That's awesome, man. Well, hey, man, it's been a pleasure meeting you. and. Man, we love coming over to your house, getting some dinner. I know we were almost had something planned for yesterday, but I just moved and it was crazy. So how's the new house? You oh, guys man, are it's, uh, it's getting there. It's getting there. So I think we got oh. another, another week and uh, we should be good. So awesome. very interesting. I know when we first met, I said, Hey, uh, let's just do some preliminary inspections, right? Every house that I wanted to buy, I wanted to get kind of a big, just a big, just in general. Right. So today I'm going to talk about just getting what's important for investors, why it's important to get like a pre-inspection especially if you're brand new or you're starting out. I'm going to talk about 
few, maybe a few funny things that's happened or you've seen, and then the biggest mistake that investors do. So well, that can be let, me, uh, let me just, uh, I know every time you guys are shopping around for inspectors, everybody asks for the big tickets. Uh, when I ask what the big ticket is, well, the roof, the structure, the electrical, the HVAC. Well, once I've done through the house and inspected all of that, that's pretty much an inspection. So that's what we do. We cover the big ticket items mainly. Some folks focus on more in the nitty gritty, like things on doors and paint, not, but that's not the home inspector's job. You know, anything that you can see yourself, like if the walls are full of holes or things like that, that's not what we do. What we do is the big ticket items. So yeah, when so you're shopping for inspector, negotiate on price, but don't tell them what to look for. I mean, they always will cover the big ticket items. Yeah. So it's very important, right? Because one of the biggest things like here in North Carolina, you have crawl space, Raleigh, and then you got Durham. And in Durham, the houses, the, the land, the dirt over there is a little different. It's like clay. You used to make a lot of brick in Durham. So it shifts a lot, right? It moves a lot. So there's a lot of foundation issues in Durham, a lot of water in a crawl space. So, you know, it damages. So talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So North Carolina, very wet state. The average winter temperatures are very warm. So the builders don't have to put deep foundations. So most of our foundations are very shallow. So the combination of a lot of water in the ground and shallow foundation, structures do move, especially if you don't have good control over water. How many people spend time looking at how water runs around their house? Nobody, right? Yeah. Yeah. When the water starts running, you get inside and you forget about the outside. It's very, very important to pay attention how water moves around your house, especially if you live on a lot like me up against the hill, which pretty much everybody in North Carolina does. So if your house is downhill and water's running through your house, you're going to have structural issues. You have to pay attention and divert the water away. Yeah. So that's one of the biggest ticket items uh, is the crawl space, right? Yeah, I mean, eight out of 10 issues that home inspectors look for is water intrusion and water problems. Yeah. It's always the base for so many, so many things uh, going wrong. Yeah, interesting. So besides, so the, I know the water, you got to check the roof. Maybe you check the electrical, right? You check the electrical. Electrical, oh, big, yeah. big time safety, right? Because fires and people getting killed, that's typically how it starts with bad electrical. So think about this, right? You pay an inspection, I don't know, I'll say around 600 bucks. I don't know what the going rate is anymore. Oh, I right. wish. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, you wish it's $600. Say so it's five, 600 bucks. I don't know where everybody's at in the, in the country, but I mean, it's definitely worth it, guys. I mean, 500 bucks to go some, get somebody out there and take a look at it and they give you a report. Don't be scared of the report either, right? Because usually everything can be replaced. Just make sure that you can use that. What I would do was Teal would give me the report. I get that report and that was so easy because that would be my scope of work like my, for the big ticket items. Like I would have a standard sheet of saying, hey, like we're going to do new cabinets and you need doorknobs, you need just paint. We're going to do new light fixtures, you know, whatever we're doing to the bathroom, everything that's standard. I would have it here like, hey, you're going to replace the floor or refinish the hardwoods. But on the major stuff, right, I would take Teal's report and I would just include it in my scope of work and give it to the contractor and be like, hey, check out. 1.75 on the inspection report. I need that repaired. I need that repaired. I need that repaired. I need that repaired. Like everything that you found, especially like in the attic, you know, maybe some of the, yeah, it wasn't, you know, properly uh, the joist or whatever. No, the, uh, what, do you, what the hell rafters. do you call it? The rafters. Yeah. You know, maybe something was missing, support or whatever, because I was just going to come up and this resale. So I would use that inspection report as part of my scope of work. So it wouldn't, it would save me so much time. Yeah. A well-designed home inspection report can be a blueprint for your rehab. Your GC may be very organized, but having it written down in each individual section with pictures and narrative and explaining what's wrong gives him a really good path. Pretty much a blueprint for renovation. 
Yeah. So that was kind of one of my hacks, right? A lot of people didn't don't use inspectors, but I did just because like I said, again, it gave me a super easy way to do a scope of work, my standard stuff and then the big ticket stuff. If you figure it into the cost of the rehab, yeah. I mean, what's the four hundred dollars on a? I mean, what what's your average rehab? You know, say it was forty thousand, forty five, forty thousand. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, for a blueprint, would you pay that much? Of course you would. Yeah. I mean, sure, and, and not just that, but just the time and energy, and that you got to take to create your scope of work and get it done right. So like, that's, that's pretty cool. It takes away the surprises down the road. Yeah, for sure. Let's talk about uh, <laughs> let's talk about Sherry. Uh, what is it? Sherry Street? I forgot what it was. It, it, there's been, that, there's been a few the, properties where I had to call and say, I'm not going to do this one. <laughs> uh, I think that one, that was the fastest inspection you've ever done. You walked in, you walked out like in five or 10 minutes. So let's, let's yeah, talk about the, that one. Once the wall starts leaning in and the sewer starts pouring out in the crawl space, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> hey, so remember uh, it had the electrical panel in the crawl space? That's the one with the electrical panel in the crawl space. So here's the thing. When I commit to a job, I push through until you okay the no-go. So I'm there being a trooper. There is a couple of ladies half dressed sitting on the front porch and the owner is a very, very shady guy. So he's following me around and I'm trying to take a look here and there and everywhere I open up, there's another demon coming out of this house, man. Fires, bad electrical, trees growing through the foundation. Nice. Now I have not seen that. It's almost like somebody put the foundation up around the tree. It was crazy. So I tried to call you and I knew you were in a closing. I couldn't get a hold of you. So here I am pushing. I'm on top of the roof and I look down and a drug deal is going on. Oh, yeah. How, mu- how much do you buy? What did you buy? Jeez. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's, That's awesome. when I pack up my stuff and get in the truck and get out. <laughs> uh, there was like fire damage in that house, right? Uh, fire damage. Yeah. I almost got shot. That's the first electrical where I almost got killed. Oh, my gosh, deal. Seriously, I'm putting screws back onto the panel and it pops. I'm like, Javier, this is it. You really met the bottom. What about that lady that was taking a shower for the longest time? She walked out and then when you walked in there, it was half a bath. (laughs) Right? I was like, oh man, yeah. Anyway, so yeah. So a lot of uh, of these investor properties are occupied. So most of them are rented. The renters are not taking care of it. The owner's not taking care of it. So it builds up, builds up over time. That was probably one of the funnest ones. And uh, actually, I know I didn't buy that, but I know a friend of mine, her name's Amy. She ended up buying that house. Um, she did all right with it now. So she bought it like two, three years ago. And uh, everything sells. Yeah, I know. Now, now she's like, man, when she bought it, I'm like, oh my gosh, no way. And now it's like, man, she probably made like over 100K on that if she sells it today. Easily. Wow. Easily. Wow. Just good, good location. It, so it yeah. don't matter on the building, right? Yeah, for sure. It was a good location. Definitely. It was, uh, it was turning. That area was turning. It was probably one of the worst houses on that block. So it was area that was turning. So that's another key, right? You can't change the neighborhood, but you can change the house. Right. Know? Have you ever scraped any? Have you started fresh or? Nah, for like, like uh, new construction? Yeah. No, nah, no, I have not done that yet. Um, <laughs> looking, actually, we're looking to do new construction in an apartment building outside of Charleston, South Carolina. So that'll be my first one. Cool. That'll be, it'll be very interesting. I've been talking last week and we're getting everything ready. So that'll be, that'll be interesting. Very so nice. let's talk about what's one of the biggest things that you see like on a re like when you go, somebody's buying a house and you walk in just in general, or even like from somebody who flips a house. So tell me a couple of crazy things you've seen, like that water heater you told me earlier about. And yeah. And what's one of the, what's one of the, or a couple of items that people miss all the time. So typical flip would always be like the best finishes, the best style color on the wall fixtures, all these other stuff always looks amazing in pictures. But as soon as you start looking behind it, you start looking at the walls, crawl space, attic, man, it's trash. 
So it always disappoints me when I see that. And now these days, materials don't cost maybe all that much. So doing it right is very, very important. We're inspecting this, again, Durham. I don't know why Durham is such an interesting place to renovate. You always find crazy stuff over there. We're inspecting this flipped house, and it's got two and a half, three bathroom, but it has a two and a half gallon water heater. Those two and a half gallon water heaters are meant for kitchen sinks so that you can have some tea water coming out of your faucet. So this was not a uh, one of those. No, they plumbed it in. It wasn't an electric. It's, it's, one of those it's um, a water heater for the house. <laughs> that is that's, so it wasn't one of those. Uh, what do you call them? The little water heaters in the wall that does the whole house. What are they called? Um, tankless. Yeah, it wasn't that tankless. Look, it is a tankless, but even tankless have capacity. This is like for for your cooking pot. Oh my gosh! You can't take a shower with that. <laughs> so that was the water heater for the house. That's insane. Yeah, that was a crazy water heater. Insulation is another one. They came up with this bubble wrap radiant. It's really meant for wrapping HVAC ductwork. And they bought a whole bunch of that. And they laid it out in the attic and the crawl space is the installation for insulation. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's super easy. <laughs> just, just Google type of insulation for no, attic. No, right? just go like down the aisle at Home Depot and just yeah. whatever fits in the shopping cart, uh, that's what you put in the house. Or if not whatever fits in the shopping cart is whatever's the cheapest insulation because insulation that's can, right. can that's get expensive. Right. And there's, there's certain installation for the crawl space. And there's certain insulation for the attic. I forget the R numbers, but you can Google that and you'll find it. I mean, yeah. that, that stuff is plastic too. You really shouldn't be putting plastic around your ceiling and floors everywhere. So Yeah, oh my gosh. Do you create well, out of too? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, it's interesting, right? You know, my wife and your wife are both uh, brokers when they go and buy a house, right? Or they go sell a house. I know my wife tells these people, hey, look, just get it. You might as well fix this now before it's going to come up in inspection, right? And, you know, you don't want it to be in and out of contract just looks bad. Looks One bad. of the reasons why I love working with you guys, because you guys did it right. Your rentals were always top notch. You always paid attention to the details. So, so I really appreciate well, it. I appreciate that. Guys. Every once in a while, I would assume stuff was done and it wasn't done, but we'd always take care of it. There was something missed, but you sure. know, that just happens sometimes. Well, you All had right, me so look over just before you listing, know, it. listing it. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. We can talk about that too, right? There's like a pre-listing inspection as well. Some people do that as well. You know, they get the inspector, get in there and do a quick inspection or just a pre-sale inspection, right? So everything is major. Making sure your GC is honest, right? That's right. I mean, and then when you still <laughs> sell it, right? The, the, the inspector's job, they're always going to find something, guys. It could be a brand new house and they're still going to find something. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I hate you guys. You guys are terrible. <laughs> uh, you guys are terrible. Brand new house and like, and you find something that's, there's a screw missing right here. Like, come on. All right, but that's your job, though. I mean, that's good. I mean, that's why I pay you, right? That's why people pay you to give them those detailed reports. Look, houses now these days cost a lot of money. It's a big investment, so you want to make sure you know what you're buying. Yeah, it's usually the biggest investment the average individual makes, right? Is when they buy their buy their home. So it's uh, a thirty year commitment. Average a marriage in the U.S. is about five years, so it's a longer commitment than the one you go to bed with. So, man, I've been married twenty three years, so I've been married almost five <laughs> times, I guess. Uh, so, so you're pushing the average app. That's yeah, good. I know, right? Uh, I've been married almost five times if you do it five years. You know, we celebrated 14 this week. So, yeah, I say all the time, it, it feels like five minutes, doesn't it? That's right. Underwater, <laughs> right? Underwater. Come on. <laughs> five minutes underwater. Now, anyway, hopefully my wife doesn't listen to this, part, but she will. <laughs> One more question I'm going to ask, and then we're going to go over to the Naked Truth Roulette, where I'm going to ask you four random questions. And also, I'm going to, if anybody Damn, wants to get a hold of you, in uh, North Carolina, we'll get some, some of your social media, things like that. We can put it on the show link so people get a total some business. If anybody's around the area, yeah, it is the best. So as an entrepreneur, right, I was, this is the naked truth. What would you say is one of the biggest mistakes you've made as an entrepreneur? 
So I've been an entrepreneur for not that long, maybe five years, and I, I'm not very uh, business-orientated person. Like I have to delegate a lot of things. So I know what I'm good at, and I try and focus on that. So be honest with yourself. Know what you're good at and try and outsource the stuff that you're not good at as soon as you can. If you try and do it all, something's going to crack. It's going to fail. It's going to frustrate you. And the worst thing, it's going to take away focus from what you're good at. Yeah, I mean, for sure, that's definitely one thing because if you're trying to do something that you don't enjoy, you're not good at, you know, somebody else can do it better. Your business is not going to grow. And then, yeah, you will make mistakes. So the first two years, well, the first year, my wife was filling in my office work. So for me, we do a lot of appointments. So in a week or five days, we'll probably have about 20, 25 appointments. I mean, we got to go look at the house. We drop off a radon. We got to pick up a radon. So it builds up. We have a lot of places to be during the course of the week. So it takes a little bit of planning, to plan a route, how you move around town. And of course, you're working with people's availability. So it takes a lot of time to schedule a proper route. So for some time, my wife was uh, helping me with that, but we just don't work together very well. We eat dinner, we hang out, we do life very well together. But when it comes to work, we don't. So you got to recognize that early on so your marriage doesn't suffer. So move on. Obviously, I wasn't making enough money to hire somebody, so I had to do it. And boy, how many appointments were missed and people were frustrated. So again, that's what I'm talking about. Recognize what your strengths are. Focus on that and what your weaknesses are. Find the right people to help you. Yeah, and, so, a, and a tip for you guys. If you guys go to a house with the inspector, let him do his job and then ask him questions here and there. Don't, don't follow him and ask him questions in like every room because then he'll never finish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most home inspectors are not people characters uh they can't handle it you got a great personality though <laughs> hey and talking so, about your wife jc i'm gonna get her on the podcast one day i'm gonna talk to her I and mean, she's gonna tell me all the dirty laundry what it is oh, to, I to an entrepreneur. So, so i'll follow up to this one yeah yeah follow up for sure <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get her on. so anyway um, i hired my office assistant as, as fast as i could and it's okay. been one of the best things i have done my business is running much smoother ever since Alyssa came on board. So. Yeah, she was awesome. You did my home inspection yep. for my house that I bought and my personal home. And yeah, I got the emails, got the follow-up emails, got like the inspection, got like everything. Like it was just... Was just your office is, is your uh, interface with customers. When customers are interfacing with your company, it's really the office person that they're interfacing with. By the time I come in to do the inspection, you've already committed to the job. We've already exchanged contracts and things like that. So by the time you meet me, we're already hired. So it really is her job to sell us, to put the face for the company. So it, very, very important position. That's awesome. And just being honest, you know, you're the best inspector I've ever had because I used a whole bunch before. And after that, it was Dude, you just say that to every inspector you bring on the show. Yeah, I just say that to, I say that to all the pretty <laughs> girls. All the pretty girls. They're the most pretty girl I've ever seen. <laughs> Anyways, hey, look, I'm coming over to the best part of the show, which is the one I like is the Naked Truth Roulette. I'm going to ask you four random questions. Oh, I hate this. That's going to be awesome. I like preparation. And it's all going to be by mythology. All right. Mythology? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Got to get close. Hey, you're from Macedonia, right? Right. The naked truth. First question for TOG. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. And I know this one. Actually. Do you have ah. any tattoos? Yes, I do. All right. Tell me a little <laughs> history about your tattoos. So in my family, everybody's an electrician, a mechanic, a firefighter, something like that. What did I choose to do? I wanted to be an artist. I wanted to draw. So obviously that, that was created a little bit of friction in the family. So I couldn't be an artist. So I had to pick up something more manly. So I picked up tattoo. 
That's so I started funny. tattooing when I was 16. <laughs> hey, you tattooed some of your friends too. I remember how you told me that. Yeah. So my friends were uh, my guinea pigs. That's why I don't <laughs> live in that country anymore. <laughs> I, ha- I had to move uh, 6,000 miles away. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. <laughs> so I did tattoos, but I actually got two on myself as well. So Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. All right. Next question. Next question. What's the best Wi-Fi name you've ever seen? That's a good one. Andy comes to mind. I don't know. Starbucks guest. <laughs> Starbucks guest. <laughs> yeah, so we definitely drink some coffee. Definitely hanging out at Starbucks. You know, that's the one we use the most. So. That's the one we use the most. All right. <laughs> interesting. All right. I like like the police van or free candy for kids van. Things like that. It's crazy. <laughs> the creepy neighbor. Yeah, the creepy neighbor. <laughs> oh, that'd be a good one. All right. Have you ever cried at a movie? No, of course not. Oh, come on, man. No? Just like six People don't cry at war movies, man. You're crying, man. You're crying. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're a tough guy. Man. You know, Braveheart, when his wife uh, got killed, that one got me a little bit. I almost, almost got you. Uh, yeah, almost got me. And next I time come, we're watching Braveheart. Okay. Last question. This is fun. All right. Hey, how do you feel about, man, you're a big food Dude. man. By the way, you cook the best meals, uh-huh. man. You've had the best lamb chops, uh, pork chops, well, no, the, the lamb. I'm not a big we fan, but when food. I have yours, man, they're amazing. Good anyways, family, good friends, good food. Yeah. And good drinks. You make you guys make good drinks too. Um, no, no, no. Look, pineapple does not belong on just about okay. anything except for on the side of your glass when you're drinking a cocktail, man. Nothing All else. Right, so that's a definitely no for pineapple oh, on pizza. Definitely no. Definitely no. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Yeah, <laughs> you made fun. it. Yeah, you made it through the uh, <laughs> the, the roulette, the naked truth. So that's cool. Look, I thought it was going to be a lot more risque. This was easy. yeah. I, th- I thought about it too, but you know, at least for right now, I'm not going to do it. Definitely not going to do it. We'll be a little more risque with the, with the, mix, with the roulette. Cool. I appreciate you being on the podcast and answering those four questions. Not, not as risque as you thought, but <laughs> hey, you know, I have stuff in there like, you know, what's your favorite curse word? Who you take out on a date? Stuff like that, right? What's the most annoying thing about your wife? Stuff like that. Well, you know, what, what body part <laughs> don't you like about your spouse or your partner? Like, get you in trouble, man. I should put questions like that. I should have two roulettes. Kind of chilling and one that's pretty, pretty bad. I'm, I'm going to do another one. But uh, hey, look, today we talked about you want like a pre-inspection if you're going to flip a house, kind of get the major items. I would talk a little bit about some funny things you've seen, possibly doing a pre-sale inspection just to make sure everything's good. And one of the major items that are missed by, you know, flippers or when you're selling a house. And Everything behind the, day, the walls. Yeah. Yeah, behind the walls. And at the end of the day, right, if you spend $1,000, $400, whatever, if you do inspections, 800 bucks, if you're doing a $40,000 rehab, I mean, that's one, 2% of your, of your total budget. So definitely worth it. it saves you a lot of money. A lot of headache in the back end. Trust me, it'll save you way more than 400 bucks. I, I know that to be a fact. So how do people get a hold of you, Teal? Very easy. We're on social media. We've got an awesome uh, scheduler online. So just go to our website. NCPropertyInspections.com. You can find some more information on our pricing. We have a blog. So I talk about common issues there. A lot of good stuff about us. Facebook. Bios and- Facebook as well. Your Facebook, I see your sometimes you yeah. see you guys do training a water heater. It's like yes. water coming out. Oh man, it's yes, nice. yes. So I try to educate homeowners on uh, those basic things that every homeowner should know and do so that they can have a healthier house, healthier life, and better equity when they go to sell. One of the simplest things clean your water heater. It's uh, water heaters, man. You use water all the time. Probably made coffee this morning, didn't you? Yeah. Do you use the hot water or the cold water tap? Uh, hot water. Hot water, see? Nobody takes care of the water heater, but yet they use it all the time. So yeah. your water heater is full of junk right now, I'm telling you. 
Oh, so, man, I'm scared. I'm going to go. Go spend some time with your water heater. I will. Hey, uh, by the way, Tio said um, you find him on, uh, online, Facebook. I've seen your number on some bathroom stalls, by the way. It just lets you know. <laughs> this is for a good time. I said, all right. Look, whatever works. Book the whatever. job. And, and it says uh, home inspector you know, on the site. Yeah. <laughs> Book the job. <laughs> yeah, honest, Tio, man, I appreciate you being a great sport, coming out on the show. I know it's be very uh, valuable for folks out there, so appreciate it. And I am your host. Don't lose your shirt. Time consuming, it can be very scary. It could be like a, trying to get somewhere without a roadmap. So that's why I created this due diligence list when I buy a property. I'm gonna buy an apartment building, or even a mobile home park. You can use it for mostly pretty much any commercial property. But this one specifically is for a multifamily. It could be a six unit, it could be a 600 unit. You can use it for what you like. So go ahead and sign up, put your name, email. I'll send you the free link to my due diligence. This is what I've used to buy hundreds and hundreds of units, if not thousands of units. So sign up, you get my link, uh, you get an Excel sheet as well. And also we use the software, project management software, monday.com. Feel free to sign up for a free trial. I do have an affiliate link. You don't pay any extra. They just pay me a small fee. Don't have to use it. You have the Excel spreadsheet, but if you use monday.com, it's actually a lot better, a lot smoother, a lot prettier, and you can do a whole bunch of other stuff. There's even a video there I created in the link. So check the link, sign up, and this is my giveaway for you guys. Thank you so much. Take care. This has been The Naked Truth. Our mission is to give it to you raw. If you got value from this episode, you're invited to leave an honest written review and share this episode with a friend. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode. Mm-hmm.